Welcome to Marketing Matters with Art of Strategy. Welcome to Marketing Matters with Artist Strategy. I'm Daniel, and today we're here with the team. Uh, team, can you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Tina Winslow. I'm the CEO and founder of Art of Strategy. David? Uh, I'm David Silva, a marketing and behavioral branding strategist. Brooke? And I'm Brooke Dieterlin. I'm director of client services. All right. Well, thanks for coming in, guys. Today we're going to be talking about just the general practices that we cover here at Art of Strategy to help give some of our potential clients uh, an inside look, a behind-the-scenes look, if you will, at what we do at Art of Strategy. So uh, if we will, I'm just going to slide into that. You know, T, you started this business how long ago? We started in 2013. We uh, had a client, a major foundational client, that needed more work than I was able to do with my you know, current time. And so I decided to start Art of Strategy and help that particular client get their marketing needs met. And that's where we began. But it's awesome. It's 10 years in January. Wow. We're coming up on a, a decade anniversary, guys. Mm-hmm. A lot of, so, David, how long have you been with Art of Strategy for? Uh, I first started in 2015. So I've been at it a while you know, hacking away at it, learning new things. Uh, and it's been good. It's yeah. been good. I like it. That's fantastic. Like and Brooke, how about you? I started in 2017. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you're liking it so far? I love it. Not I love it. This is a great, it's a great place to work. That's fantastic. Good people. Brooke has an interesting story about how she started with us. Maybe oh, yeah? you should hear that. Can you indulge? Yeah. I actually come from a client perspective. Oh, wow. um, I was a client of Tina's for about 15 years. And um, so I know firsthand the products and services and, um, you know, the ethics and, and the goals. Uh, and we worked together as a team at each place that I had her doing my marketing for me. So I felt like I had a partner in marketing. And so when I stepped out of my role, um, previous role with nonprofits, um, she was looking for a business development person and knew that I knew the the inner ropes uh, and could share my story with other clients. Well, that's fantastic. That is definitely a perspective that we appreciate here and one that we try to build on. Yeah. So T... What is your history and how did you get into marketing? So I majored in advertising from Texas Tech University many, many years ago (laughs) and um, pretty much started out right when the internet was taking off. Like I remember when they introduced email at our office. So um, I pretty much grew up with the internet in terms of my professional career. Right. I took that um, experience and I started having people ask me questions on the side and I thought, well, it's probably time. I'm a third generation entrepreneur and so I started a company in marketing, you know, in uh, 2000 and then through the ages I've had different companies, but 2013 is when our strategy came into possession. That's fantastic. And David, how did you get into marketing? Well, that's a very interesting path. Uh, My background from ages past is actually neuroscience. 
because I started being very curious about the hardware that drives the software. Why do people make the decisions they do? So after a long career in you know, biomedical research, all types of kooky things uh, came into marketing because there is a behavioral aspect, right? right. Uh, people buy things that they like for a reason. And as far as you know, behavioral brand strategists, uh, what I like about AOS is that we can take all the analytics side, Google Analytics, all the good stuff, uh, but then blend it with a how people actually make decisions experience. Right. You know, so you kind of blend the the statistical computery with the you know the wet computer we keep behind between our ears, uh, and we get some interesting results. You know, that's fantastic. Yeah. And Brooke, as you said, you 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 found out there was an opening through the relationship that you and Tina had. Yes. And uh, we stole her. We stole her. Well, it's always a pleasure to have all of you guys here, and it wouldn't be a team without all of you guys present. So I do appreciate you guys being here. Right on. Answer some Thank questions. You. So I have a few prompts here. I'm going to pull them up, and we can talk about them. <clears throat> so, what is your business model when going about and taking a new client? T. We start in a unique place, I think, for marketing in that we start with a strategy. Right. So while our tactics may be similar client to client, our strategy is never similar. It's Mm. unique for each client. And so we go through the path of exactly what that particular client needs. Uh, We call it IAT. It's... Um, identify, attract, and train. Yes, identify, attract, and train. So we identify who they are trying to attract. Then we put together a plan to attract those people, and then we train the clients um, to get those people in the door. So it's actually training not the clients but the customers to... um, act the way that we want them to act and go through the next step that we want them to go through. So it's um, a unique way that we look at our clients and I think it's a differentiator for us as a company. And if if I could add, you know, and when we say train, you know, this isn't like Pavlovian send you a signal through Instagram and then you're like, I'm going to buy this. Yes. You know, what we try to shoot for and what makes it unique between the clients is that we want people to feel familiar and comfortable with the brands that we represent. And so when they're buying something, they're doing it from their friend. You know, Mm -hmm. everybody hates the hard sell and they especially hate it when they actually comply with it. Mm. So, you know, we I think we have a really ethical approach to how we train up a client. And when we say, um, excuse me, train up a consumer, and by that it's like, well, do you tell somebody, you know, at the end of the month there's a new special coming out, or do you hit the buy now, you know, kind of method, you know? Right, right. Brooke, what do you think? It's learning those behaviors. Yeah, no, I think um, for us uh, to bring the clients um, exactly what they dream of is Mm -hmm. they have their own internal goals uh, for the business and what uh, milestones they want to achieve. And we're able to take their vision and put it into a well-thought-out strategy that can help them accomplish exactly what they're doing by training the customers uh, to do a call of action or something on 
on either the website or make a phone call or send an email or something to them for more information. So um, I think that we've got a really nice uh, mix of being involved, but letting them drive the strategy um, from their vision. That's fantastic. It's good to uh, it's good to know that everybody has a good understanding of what the strategy and uh, implementing that does for the client. Mm-hmm. No, so with you guys' years of experience, have you where did you learn how to develop these strategies for these clients? I think that it's part of it is you have the drive to actually achieve that for the goal, but mm-hmm. a lot of it is experience based. Right. So being in this industry since 95, um, I've seen a lot of things that work and don't work. And um, as the technology evolves, you have to evolve with it. Right. And so it's a combination of learning what technology is out there, learning what paths are out there that were not there even a week ago, depending on where you are, and then following the experience of actually having something work or not work and and being able to say, well, general results are this, we can go for it, but I think that you'd be better doing this result. So that's how we inform our strategy. Um, David comes in from a different angle, and he looks at it from... Um, the neuroscience behavioral aspect, and you can talk a little bit about that. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, Tina's right. It's like there's something, there's a new tool every day, right, as Mm -hmm. far as like, you know, Google Analytics, whatever you, but as technology changes, people don't change. We like to think we change. We don't change. But, you know, what started with neuroscience is really just a lifelong habit of studying how people do stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. So there's the active learning part. And then the other side of that coin is, you know, uh, being a pushover, right? Mm-hmm. I have two daughters that know how to finesse dad super well. And I'm like, I fall for it every time. <laughs> Why did I do that? Is this only me? And like, no, it's not. It's actually everybody. Right. I like to say humans are a nine out of 10 species, mm-hmm. you know, where if you set up the parameters and the prompts correctly, uh, nine out of 10 times, they'll do what you're looking for. And the 10th guy uh, will say, I'm not going to do that by being prompted that the other nine people did. So, you know, it's a little boxed like that, which right. is pretty convenient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Brooke, how do you help implement the strategy? Or what is something that you can bring in implementing the strategy? Well, I think um, the most important part is we guide every all of our clients as we go. Mm-hmm. So if we need to pivot or make any quick changes, or um, if we find that something is not working as well as we had hoped, right. um, we pull the trigger to change that immediately. We don't wait for a month uh, and then go for the results. Um, we typically look at it real life, uh, live time, and we know exactly what day data will lead to success for their visions right that's fantastic again it seems like everybody knows what they're talking about (laughs) (laughs) right we hope that's the case yeah yeah we're not afraid to look at success or failure in real time you know so we like to we like to really connect with the clients and we like picking clients that we actually enjoy working with that is that is one of tina's greatest gifts i think uh, That's the truth. Beyond you know keeping our boat afloat, 
uh, is picking people that don't make our life hard. <laughs> right. Well, and that enables you to develop a relationship with them and hopefully uh, helps with the longevity of said relationship and the business as well. Mm-hmm. Well, and that initial client that we took on to start the business is still a foundational client. Right. So we have years and years and years of working with clients. And yeah, this is decade-long roots here. Yes. So um, that kind of longevity... I think is because not just loyalty, it's because of results. Mm -hmm. And I think that you have to bring those results time after time and change after change or people go and find other, you know, companies. And so the fact that we have clients that have been with us for that long says that we are producing the results that they need. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, we speak a lot about results and, and, you know, getting the job done. Let's talk about you know, what the job is that we do in general. You know, we, we've discussed strategy, but what are some of the things that we implement for a client once we onboard them? I can take that one. We basically start with, again, the branding and marketing strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, even if that is not what they think they need, we start there because that informs all the tactics and decisions that we make all the way down the line. Right. So we start there, and then we obviously do some working sessions to get assets and to identify areas that we see that might be potential problem areas. Mm. Um, We then go forward and produce the tactics that are going to get the results we want. So in some instances, it could be an email newsletter. In some instances, it could be social media and community building. So it's not just throwing out a social media graphic and hoping for the best. It's actually building their profiles up and attracting the right people and interacting with those people. Right. Um, And then there are other areas that we do, for instance, SEO and SEO strategy. Mm -hmm. SEO is obviously search engine optimization. Um, But we have deep background in that as well. So... It helps our clients, even though if they don't think that they need it, we usually have that included. Right. And does doing that help uh, train uh, your potential clients' clients using SEO? Because from my understanding, that helps you show up organically based on your search terms, correct? Yes. Um, Search engine optimization can be um, several things, but the main one is organic growth. And that means that you have particular keywords that we help you develop. And then once those keywords are developed, we then work on ways to attract that. And sometimes that's blogging. Sometimes that's adding pages to your site. Sometimes that's um, getting engagement with your social feed and in other ways. But um, we look at the whole picture and SEO is a, a large component of it. Right. So we do blogging, and David, I know that's something that you have your fingers in in the company a lot of. Right. Um, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of like saccharin or artificial sweetener, right? right? Humans can consume it, but it's actually made for the bots. Yeah. Okay. And so, you know, we boost the SEO strategy by creating blogs, but although there's a message for SEO, right, there's still a a human message that resonates with the person actually taking the time to read it, you right. know? 
uh, for example, you know, a large apartment client, uh, you know, if you're going to live somewhere, you kind of want to know more about it than, you know, oh, another suite. This place of, is great. This place <laughs> is great. <laughs> right. uh, you know, so what is what is it like? And it's in, in those types of opportunities, uh, you know, blogging, the long form stuff, certain cues on the website, how the Instagram and social media feeds go. Right. That, you know, we get to do that behavioral side of the strategy, right? Because we know humans are out there, right? right. We wear all them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's where we like to we like to drive on both sides of the road. Right. You know, if you will, to make that happen. Yeah. Put forth a blog that still has a message, but is mm-hmm. also uh, able to attract the attention of the bots that are Obviously, if 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 and you don't know this, if you're potential clients, uh, Google Analytics sends a bot out every however many time intervals, and they scan everything that's on your website, and they take those keywords, ones that we make and put into our blogs to make keyword rich content, and that's what helps you show up organically on the search engine when you're searched for. So, we've we've gotten an understanding of how analytics is gathered and how it's implemented. And we implement that on the website for you so that you don't have to waste any of your time learning about your market or, you know, having to create your own content. That's what we do for you. Does that sound correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, That's exactly what we do. Um, and Google sends out these bots um, a lot. They are one of the main things that come to your site. Right. And knowing that you can optimize your content for it um, both on the back end from a technical point of view in terms of web code and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. all the way to the front with the user experience. They look at speed. They look at um, how much your particular uh, keyword shows up. They look at um, your social activity. All these things kind of compile together, combine together, not compile. Mm-hmm. Uh, they come together and they form your SEO, and we build a strategy around that so that you can achieve your content goals and your basically sales goals from right. that perspective. Mm-hmm. So does that cover all of the aspects of things that we cover in business? What are some other things? Or is there anything in particular that you'd like to talk about more in depth? How about what separates us from the other guys? Yeah, please do. What does separate Art of Strategy from another marketing, uh, a marketing-based or a Dallas-based marketing agency, rather? What is something that separates us? I think, and everyone can weigh in on this, but I think it's that we are a boutique, nimble agency that can work with a variety of sizes of clients and provide them the results that they're looking for um, a lot of times when we come up against our competitors, they're sort of nameless, faceless. You're talking to people that, you know, you may see again and you may not see again. And right. with Art of Strategy, you're going to know your team. Yeah. And we build that team based on your needs. Good luck getting rid of us, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, David, right what on. do you think separates us? Uh, I would say what separates us, you know, it's like it's it's easy to throw up a shingle and say, you know, oh, analytics, social media, SEO, right? But, uh, you know, where other firms probably target, you know, kind of like global audiences, a demographic, right? Uh, we target, you know, individuals at the group level, right? right? So when it comes to, you know, our IAT, the behavioral branding strategy, we want to talk to you. Right. Mm-hmm. 
And it just so happens that there's a group of you that are going to like this stuff. Right. Right. And we're going to bring that stuff to you. We're going to bring you into a relationship with a client. Uh, and, you know, you guys are just going to experience a lot of joy with each other. Yeah. And I think that's what separates us. Brooke? Yeah. I, I like that. Brooke, yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I, as a, cl- a former client, I think the most important thing for me is watching our clients see that we are so flexible, that we understand where they're coming from, their pain points, and we examine not only their competitors, but we take um, information uh, that we can present to them that they would have never known about. Right. And that was one of the key things that brought me in as a client is, um, you know, I would come in with a vision, uh, but I would say, I think I need this and this and this. And I would name off all these things. And Tina was very bold, very honest, and very supportive at the same time and saying, you know, I think that's that's a great direction, right. but I think what's really going to work is this. And she laid out a strategy for me. And um, I remember the first year that we were able to do this strategy, I was able to increase my nonprofit memberships um, by about 80% wow. um, with the marketing efforts. And it just because, you know, associations are out there, there's a lot of them. Um, they're, you know, vying for uh, eyes on them uh, and dollars from people's wallets. Right. And the only way you can do that is if they know you exist out there yeah, and what your challenges are. Exactly. Exactly. So Tina was able to help me realize that um, my vision was a good one, but it could have been uh, even better with her support. And I right. pulled her in and, and it, it was gangbusters from yeah. that point on. Well, look what happened. We pulled you in. We <laughs> got you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. I think it was very informative. Uh, yeah, I right appreciate on. all you guys' time and the information you provided. Uh, again, yeah, this is Marketing Matters with Art of Strategy. You can find us on social media, Art of Strategy Consulting. Give us a follow. Uh, there'll be some new content coming your way. Thank you all for listening. Mm-hmm.